Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Welcome to the Word of God. I'm so glad that you are seeking the way of God. And the Bible says that if we are hungry for the things of God, He will fill us up and He will pour out His grace upon our life. So I believe that you are that person who are hungry for the things of God and you are diligently seeking Him with all your heart. That's why you come into this teaching. This is the 49th part of the series called 80 Lessons, Building Firm Foundations. And I would like to invite you to listen to the first 48 lessons. I believe that if you can listen to the whole series and put the truths of God into practice, your life will be like a tree planted by the river and your life will be so fruitful in every season of your life when the storm comes. Or when the winds blow your tree, your life will not be shaken. And that is how I live my Christian life all this almost 40 years. I began to seek the Word of God, study what God says, and put everything I learned from the Bible into practice. And I noticed that I received so much strength, so much grace and blessing from the Lord. And my Christian life is very stable, strong, and steadily going higher and higher in the way of God. I'm so thankful that I received this kind of foundation teaching since I was a young believer. And I still practice all these lessons today in my life. This is the reason why I would like to share with you all this foundational teaching. Let us pray together. And believe that God will speak to all of us. Thank you, Father. We love you. We love your word. We believe you are the faithful God. You never lie. What you say in the scriptures is true, is real, and is amen. You will keep your promise. And when we obey your commandments, your presence shall be with us. And you shall bless us with the blessing of Abraham. Father, by your grace, help us to be the doer of your word. Help us to be a strong, mature, fruitful, anointed disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. We claim that we are your children. We are empowered by you. We Receive grace from you. We are, Lord, valuable and precious in your eyes. And we want to walk with you and serve you all the days of our life, Father. We thank you so much in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The reason I spend time to produce this teaching is because the Lord, Almighty God, your Heavenly Father, loves you so much. He knows that his people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. He knows that if 
you can follow His principle. Your life shall be very strong and fruitful. I and Pastor Da love you too. We want to see you fruitful, blessed, full of grace, full of the anointing, and you will receive a lot of rewards in heaven. My dear brother and sister, we have only one life to live, and we all one day will pass from this life to the eternity. We all one day will die. As long as we live on earth, this is the only chance we can show to God that we are thankful to Him, we love Him, and we want to show our obedience to Him. And this is a time in this life right now why our heart is beating, and we still breathe, and we still go on with life. It's a time that we accumulate. Or store up treasures in heaven. I believe that the Lord created you, and allowed you to come into the world for a good purpose. You are not here just to eat, to sleep, to drink, go to work, and come home and watch TV and one day die. God has a purpose for all of you, and that purpose is related to the kingdom of God. In this teaching. I would like to give you very important principle of how you can live for God. God say He wants to build His church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it, because Jesus wants to build His church. He give you and me the supernatural strength, abilities, gifts, resources to participate in. Building his church, your own local church in your city, and you can help other churches in other cities in other nations. Whatever God opened the door for you, you need to be led by the Spirit. You cannot be involved with everything in this world. You have to be very clear and specific what God leads you to do. I myself poured out my life, poured out. My strength, my abilities, my gifts, resources, and time to serve the Lord in my local church, and also in this church, New Hope International Church, we use our resources, time, and strength to help other churches to be built, to be the glorious bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. We live our life on earth to serve the Lord. To build the kingdom of God. In fact, we are recording this teaching in my bonus room at my house. We use electricity here, the light, the camera, everything to build the kingdom. I do not even charge money to my church. That how much the electric bill, the heater, the air conditioning, everything I gave to the Lord. I want to use my home to build. The kingdom of God. I want to use my voice, my ability, and I pray that you will be that kind of Christian. You devote your life to build the kingdom. Remember, the Bible say, if you seek the kingdom of God first, first, not second, all these things shall be added unto you. God 
has given all of us the abilities, the talents, spiritual gifts, or the manifestations of the spirit, finances, strength, time. We have limited time on earth. We should not just spend time sinning or using our body in sinning. We should use everything to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to use your abilities, maybe cooking, computer, or media, or singing, anything that you have in your life to build the kingdom of God. You need to discover the manifestations of the spirit of the spiritual gift. Some of you may have the gift of teaching, the gift of taking care of little kids, the gift of worship, the gift of encouragement, the gift of helps, the gift of prophecy, interpretation, and tongues, and the gift of pastoring, the gift of evangelism. You need to discover your gift and use those gifts to build the kingdom of God in your local church. And from your local church, you can participate in the Great Commission. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Each one should use whatever gift he has received. Received from who? Received from God to serve others faithfully, administering God's grace in its various forms. This scripture is not only for pastor and preacher like me. Actually, I'm a neurosurgeon. I'm not a full-time pastor. But I discover my gift that I am a pastor, I'm a teacher, and I use these gifts to serve the Lord, even though my secular job, I am a practicing neurosurgeon. My income comes from my practice. I still use my gift to serve the Lord. My wife has a gift of administration and encouragement. Even though she is a housewife, she also takes care of our children and grandchildren. She still uses her gift of teaching, administration, and encouragement to build the kingdom through the local church. God puts you in a good local church to learn how to use your gift, to be trained to serve the Lord and to discover your spiritual gift, and also to allow you to have opportunities to exercise your gift. I pray that you will not bury your gifts in the ground, like what the Lord Jesus said in the Bible, that people bury their gifts from God in the ground. No, we don't do that. We should fully use our talents and gifts to serve the Lord, to build the kingdom of God in the local church and throughout the world where the Lord opens the door for us. Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8. Again, the Bible says, faithful in using the gift God has given to you. Romans chapter 12, 3 to 8. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, the gifts that you have comes by the grace of God. I was trained to be a neurosurgeon. I was not trained to be a pastor. But I could have become a pastor because of the grace of God. I could have become a teacher of the Bible by the grace of God. 
I could have a good job in Bellevue, Washington, by the grace of God. I could have had finances in my family to serve the Lord and to fly to many countries around the world to preach the gospel by the grace of God. God gives you grace. Don't abuse that grace. You really use what God gives to you to glorify His name and to build the kingdom. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith. You have the grace and you let the grace of God move in your life by the measure of faith you have. You serve God by faith. The measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body with many members. And these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we who are many form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace. Again, grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Actually, there are many passages in the Bible talk about spiritual gift. The gift of pastor, prophet, evangelist, teachers, and apostles. The gift of helps, the gift of service, the gift of giving, the gift of administration, the gifts of showing mercy, the gift of teaching, the gift of evangelism, all kinds of gifts in the Bible, the gift of healing, the gift of performing miracles, the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongue and interpretation, the gift of leadership, the gift of words of knowledge, the gift of words of wisdom, all kinds of gifts. And God has given all these gifts to different people according to His grace. My brother and sister, again, we have only one life to live. Let us live fully for the Master, our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave His life on the cross for us. Let us become His disciple. Let us obey His word. Join into a good local church. You fully dedicate your life into that local church. You talk to your pastor. Pastor, use me. Use my time. I'm willing to give my time, my money, my gift, my talents to build the kingdom. Please use me. I will submit myself to you and to the Holy Spirit. I will discover my gift. I will fully serve the Lord. I'm teaching you all this thing, not because it's a theory in the Bible or just a doctrine in the Bible, but actually I myself and my wife have lived this way for the past almost 40 years. We are on God's payroll. The Lord really takes care of us. 
as we seek the kingdom of God first. We live our life to expand the kingdom through our church by using our time, talents, gifts, and money and ability. The Lord really pay us back. The Lord perform miracle to open new doors to bring in good people to be our friend. The Lord takes care of our health, our traveling. We seek the kingdom first, and He takes care of the rest. Of our life, all the needs in our life are met by the Lord. I would like to encourage you: don't be just a pew warmers. Don't just show up in the church and right before the pastor in his prayer after the preaching, you stand up right away and run out of the door and go home and run your own life. No, please get involved. Please serve. Please find a ministry in the church. That will fit with your gifting and calling and passion in your heart. Please dedicate your life to build the kingdom. You are the disciple of Jesus Christ. You are not just a pew warmer. You get involved in your local church, serving your pastor, serving your brother and sister, serving the Great Commission. Get involved as much as you can, serving your spouse. And your children also using your gift. The kingdom of God is not just about church activity, but about building godly family as well. I use my gift to build my wife and my children and grandchildren. And my Christian walk is not just about going to church on Sunday, but 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I live for the kingdom. Not only using our gift to build a local church, we should give our financial offerings to our local church in order to support the work of the Lord. Malachi chapter three verse ten say, "Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this," says the Lord Almighty, "and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven." And pour out so much blessing that you will not have enough room for it. First Corinthians chapter sixteen verse two: On the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with his income, saving it up, so that I come, no collections will have to be made. The Bible talking about tithes and offering. The Lord. Provide for us income from our job, and the Lord said that ten percent of our income belongs to Him. It's not for us. We need to show faithfulness, obedience, and faith to give that ten percent back to God. And He said that give that ten percent to the storehouse, to where you receive the spiritual food, spiritual care from Him. Where is it? Your local church. I myself, I know that there are so many theories about giving tithe to where I personally give tithes to my local church, where I receive protection, feeding, love, care, and food in my church. If I want to give to other ministries or other thing like the poor and other things, I give beyond the ten percent 
This is my belief. Okay, I don't force you what to do, but what I believe is that 10% is for where I receive the food, spiritual food, natural food, and the care from the people in that community. Pastor Dan and I also gave to the poor, and we also gave to other ministry, but we don't give that 10% to those ministry. We gave to our local church, and we prepare every Sunday. Before we go to church, we write a check. We calculate 10% or more, and we write a check. Getting ready, I put in my pocket, and when the offering bag comes by, I put that check in the offering bag. Or if you want to give through internet, like PayPal or something, you can do it through the internet to the church website. Any time I go to worship service, I will write a check, ready to give. To the local church or to the ministry there, Second Corinthians eight four to nine say, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in his service to the saints, and they did not do as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us in keeping with God's will. So we urge Titus, since he had earlier made a Beginning to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part, but just as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in your love for us, see that you also excel in the grace of giving. I'm not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with. The earnestness of others, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that through his poverty you might become rich. My brother and sister, the Lord Jesus Christ took our poverty on himself at the cross, and he gave us prosperity and riches. So that we can have finances to exercise the grace of giving, we receive from God by grace, the grace of receiving. I do not deserve to be a successful neurosurgeon in America because I'm a man born and I grew up in Thailand. I should not be successful here, but by the grace of God, He gave me a good job, good training and education, by a good boss. Good professor, he has provided me a good clinic to work for many years. I know that all these good things have come to me by the grace that was paid by the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross. This is a grace of receiving I receive from God. But God say, let us exercise the grace of giving. We give our tithe to the Lord. We give our finances to the poor, to the widow, to the orphans. And to the Great Commission, to different ministries, that the Lord leads you by His Spirit. We should be giver. We should be generous to our local church, to our pastor, to the worker in the church. We should not love money. We should be a generous giver. I learned one thing about being a Christian and pastor for many years. I noticed that God has a special favor and grace for 
generous givers. I noticed that, and you can see in the Bible: Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, King David, Joseph. All of these people were very generous. They gave, and that's why God gave them so much anointing and favor upon their life. And I noticed too, when I and Pastor Da are very generous to the kingdom of God and to His people, the Lord gives us the grace of receiving. We practice the grace of giving. And we receive the grace of receiving from God. God gives us so much healing. God just healed Pasada a few days ago. By His grace, the pain was gone supernaturally. He showed grace to our children. He showed grace to our grandchildren. I want New Hope International Church to be a generous church too. We want to be a giving church, and when we are givers, we can receive from God more. We reap what we sow. So, in conclusion, this foundation that we learn today, we commit our life to a good local church. We use our talents, time, finances, energy, abilities, and gift to build the kingdom in our local church. That will also do the great commission to bless other nations. Not only that, we should be the financial support of the local church. The local church need finances in order to, to preach the gospel. When I fly to Thailand, we need to buy the airplane ticket. I need to pay for the hotel to stay there in order to preach the gospel in Thailand. The same thing when I fly to Europe, I need to pay for the airplane ticket and pay for the hotel and all the expenses. And thank God, there are generous givers who has been supporting the work of the Great Commission. People spend money to buy the camera, the equipment for us to record this teaching, this share, the light, everything, the sound machine. People right now spending time doing the recording work for me. They spend time to help me record good voice and good movie to preach the gospel, to feed the flock of God. We. Use our finances, time, energy, everything, to build the kingdom of God in the local church. And I believe if you can do that, God will reward you not only on earth, but you're going to have a big mansion in heaven. You are sending material to heaven, and the angels in heaven are building your mansion right now. We're going to have different types of mansion, you and me. We will have different rewards according to what we have done in this world, in this life. Thank you, Lord, that you teach us in this teaching. And Lord, I pray that your people will commit their life to serve you and to build your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, Amen. I would like to ask you to pray with me the prayer of commitment. I gave a vow to the Lord in. 1985, that I will live my life for the kingdom. Since then, I never stopped serving God. I would like to ask you to also make a prayer of commitment with me. If you want to follow this prayer, Father in heaven, 
I commit my life to you. All the days of my life, I will use my time, my talents, spiritual gifts, energy, finances, everything that you have given me by grace to build your church, to build your kingdom, and to participate. In the Great Commission, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to have the privilege to serve you. I want to be your real disciple, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. May the Lord bless you. I will see you in the next one. Next one will be the last teaching of this series. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.